probably plug in these headphones. Hold on a second. There we go. That's better. <laughs> hey. Hey. Oh boy, I saw your uh, your target tweet. Ha- you. Happy um, happy Gorilla PS5 uh, release day. Apparently. <laughs> Wow. Do you think they're going to cancel them, or are they just going to let it go? <laughs> All right, let's let's get into this right yeah, away. Yeah, let's get into this let's right away because yeah, this is this is super, super, superfluous crap anyway. Um, everybody, welcome to the show, Lex and Matt's Excellent yeah. Adventure. We got lots of stuff to talk about today. Matt Peters here as well as uh, Lex over there. So yeah, yeah. All right, so the PS5 pre-order <laughs> began just abruptly. So this is how it went down. 3 p.m. social, yeah. uh, 3 p.m. central time, that is. I'm a little excited, mm-hmm. as you can tell. 3 yes. p.m. central time, we got the final, or at least so-called final, um, video promoting the PlayStation 5 after months of wondering if it's even going to come out this year because of the 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 pandemic and everything. They because went of ahead. these times that we're living in, obviously. Yeah. And that would, difficult times. It would be understandable if they would just say that, but they haven't given yep. us any firm answer in these past several months. So we've just been going yeah. off of what we've heard from third parties. So finally, right. after showing us like very awkwardly sexy shots of this machine for like a half hour and change, they finally told us that the price for the uh, the two models were going to be four ninety nine and three ninety nine respectively. Mm-hmm. So three ninety nine is the one that comes without the disk drive. Four ninety nine is the one that comes with the disk drive, and right. that it would be out on I believe November twelfth. Was it? Yes. So okay. I think the Xbox is coming out on the tenth. I believe. Very close. If, if they're they're the right day. next to each other. Like, yeah. It's weird. So. You know, they didn't say anything about when you can actually place your order for the PlayStation 5. Usually, after a press conference like that, what they'll do is say, head on over to these retailers and pre-order now. Yeah. We didn't get that. So then about 10 minutes after the the press conference was over, everybody's talking about the games that they showed and everything and the price point and all that. Um, Finally, Jeff Keighley, who, for those that don't know, is one of the most dependable sources in in gaming journalism and, you know, a decent dude. Uh, he tweeted out, hey, I just heard from my sources at Sony that pre-orders will start tomorrow at select stores, not mentioning what stores they were. Oof. Cool. Seven yeah. minutes after that, PlayStation, from their official account, finally tweeted out, yes, pre-orders will be going, uh, will be starting tomorrow at select retailers. Again, not telling us what those uh, retailers were, but we can, we can gamble on them being the usual suspects of Target Best Buy, Amazon, GameStop, GameStop, right, 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 right. That's when the stuff started getting weird. (laughs) Mm -hmm. About an hour later, uh, Wario64, who I follow on Twitter for game deals and stuff like that, and, you know, when something like this is going on, I turn on alerts for him. Um, He goes, hey, all caps, PlayStation pre-orders on now at Walmart. So I click on the link. Sure enough, Walmart has both versions of it available. Quickly goes out of stock. He tweets again, Walmart back in stock. And then it's like, it's back in stock. And people are like freaking out. Like, wait a minute. They said tomorrow, you know, at least midnight. I just midnight. have a quick pause for yeah, a question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How can you have limits on pre-order? 
Well, because there's only so many that they're they're spec- speculating that they're going to be able to make in time to gotcha. fulfill these okay. orders. So that's usually okay. how it goes. And again, totally understandable. Right. Then, after the Walmart thing, people started posting photos of their GameStop receipts. If you go to I a GameStop... Yeah. yeah. If you go to a physical GameStop location, apparently, right after the uh, the announcement was made, you were able to pre-order the PlayStation 5. Gotcha. Not worth it, but continue. No, definitely not. <laughs> Hard pass. Then, once the Walmart page went down, uh, after a while, all you could see was the, oh, we're sorry thing. But some people were successfully able to place their order. Um, Target decided to throw their hat in the ring. So not only did they have the PlayStation 5 available, they had the controller as well. And people were able to order that. And to my knowledge, that's still a live uh, link, but it's saying sold out now. But it didn't. They didn't just take it down altogether. Okay. Lastly, Best Buy. <laughs> Somebody found a yep. link to the Best Buy thing, and then after trying hard to get it there, because that's that's where I wanted to get it from, because I have like reward points I can get and yeah. stuff like that. It's just yeah, fiscally... Best Buy has a really good reward system for people to, who don't know about like their gaming and stuff. Right. Like, I use it for quite a bit of things. It's just fiscally better, and usually they honor release dates, so you'll get it on release date, which is great. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, if you have a credit card with them, even more. You can get even more reward points from that, or you might have a coupon that works on stuff. And just for me, that was fiscally the best option available. Mm -hmm. It kept giving me an error message. I would click the thing. It would say, (laughs) sorry, something went wrong. Click it again. Sorry, something went wrong. Click it a third time. Oops, your card is empty. All right, well... Never mind. <laughs> but then to add insult to injury to all this, to put the cherry on top of this story, and then we can finally like dish about it. After that, I get an email from Best Buy saying, pre-order now. PlayStation oh. 5 available. <laughs> so you did get it, though, from I Target. Got it. I got it from Target, yeah. I was gotcha. able to score one to pre-order from Target along with the controller. But it's really weird. Like I, I still don't know if they're just going to cancel it ultimately yeah. but we'll see i don't i feel like that'd be a mess for them how, how much did you have to put down to, when you because i know when you go to best buy or not best buy um uh what's it called gamestop you can put down a certain amount right. do you have to like do the same thing with target or do you have to pay up front with target um i'm not really sure because I, I have a i have a target card so right i don't know if they charge you right away but i think they don't charge you until it ships yeah, that makes sense. I think that's what Amazon does, too. With Walmart, they charge you right away. Shit. They don't play. Yeah. <laughs> that That's rough. <laughs> yeah. And with Best Buy, I, I know for a fact they don't charge you until it ships. So there's there's that. Yeah. Yeah. I think Amazon does the same thing, but I'm not, I'm not 100% on that. Mm-hmm. So... Which I, I feel like that could that could go either way. It's either good because then you've got time to get the money together, right. or it can be really bad because you don't know. <laughs> like they're, they're going to charge you one day and it's going to cancel it out or whatever because it's going to get kicked back. That's what I'd be scared of. <laughs> right. Um, but okay, so you got the system then. Um, you got the we, we we talked about this off mic, but you you are going with the physical. Yes, I'm going with the physical version because. Honestly, launch games are always kind of hit or miss. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I know I'm gonna love the the Spider-Man game because I like the one that yes. was on PS4. It's the same dev team. Oh, I'm um, so excited that it's actually coming out on the PS4 as well because yeah. I get to play it. <laughs> like, there was a lot of little news that got mixed in there. Like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, that sequel is gonna be on PS4 as well. Oh, you know? it is. Yeah, I didn't hear that. Exactly, just little little yeah. stuff kind of like came out along with it. That's awesome. But this is the sloppiest pre-order situation that they've had ever, I think. Yeah. My theory is that they initially were going to put the pre-order uh, up today, but because they weren't sure about the production, because they had to cut mm-hmm. back on their on their pr- production specs, I right. guess, um, they decided to give themselves like a day to kind of figure that out. <laughs> right. But all these big retailers didn't get the memo, apparently, or at least the web design team didn't, and the pages just went up anyway. I mean, yeah, that's going to happen, but hopefully it won't be... I mean, I understand it's sloppy, but hopefully everyone will get things straightened out. I don't I don't know. Like, I, I can't remember. Are there usually shortages of these um, systems? Like, I guess if, you're re- if you need it day of first thing, I don't know. I don't think I've ever bought a system the day it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I got, <coughs> um, I got a PSP. I remember that wasn't day of though. It was when it was recently released and it was sold out everywhere. And I happened to find it. <laughs> this is <laughs> I feel so fucking old saying this. Um, I, I was a kid at the time, but like I had an FYE. Oh, yeah. They had it at FYE, so I got that, and I got literally my favorite game on that system. Which I still have that system and the game is uh, Tony Hawk Underground Two. Ah yes, <laughs> yeah, that game is so fun and it was great having it handheld and everything. Um, so like that one I got around the time it came out, but like I don't, I don't usually buy systems immediately. Like well, I, I usually wait a bit. I look at it like this. I mean, I, I understand that people are going to be in different situations and everything, and. You know, times are hard right now, of course, for oh, everyone. Oh, yeah, I can't afford shit. That's the situation with this one. <laughs> but with the other ones, it, it's usually like, ah, wait for more games. Or, you know, I've got different reasons for it. But this time, it's just, oh, no, 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 no. I can't even afford one of the games. I don't have that money to spare. <laughs> right, right. I, I mean, that and that sucks. I, I'm more talking about, um, you know, folks that are in a situation where it's like they can afford it if they make some changes you know just some temporary changes you save up for it you know that sort of yeah. thing um and i understand like it's it's a luxury item don't don't get me wrong it's not like oh god i need it i gotta have it but it's like okay i was i was able to save up i was able to move some things around and yes this is something that you know i'm working towards oh i don't i'm like shit if you can get it especially like when you're stuck inside hell yeah buy all the damn systems buy the xbox too who gives a fuck but my point is my point is like you get (laughs) you get all this money saved up for it you work hard for it you find out oh this is when it's going on sale and then all of a sudden oh shit it's a black friday situation first come first serve everybody running you know yeah, Update I get from, it. Uh, from Archie Easter here. He says that the Best Buy website is completely broken now. You can't even buy a <laughs> potholder. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is he trying to find one right now? No, he, he got one from Target, too, but he's okay, in the same good. boat I am. Like, he'd prefer to get it from Best Buy. 
Right. Like maybe if if you can get Best Buy working again, maybe you can pre-order it there and then cancel your Target pre-order. Hey, we're trying to support larger, smaller, big box businesses here. We're trying right. to stimulate the economy. Right. The Save Internet's- Best Buy, guys. <laughs> Mom and Pop. Think about Best Buy. You know, no, I'm not going to go down there. My, my uncle, Dr. Best, Dr. Best. So he yes he was a doctor yeah you know why he abandoned his doctor ways mm. first of all he kept getting sued mm. second of all <laughs> he loved loved stereo systems oh, you don't know yeah. that is passion that is the heart of America Biden twenty twenty I mean man. It's it's great because it's something to talk about besides, you know, what's going to come out of the orange goblin's mouth today. But yeah, I mean, I mean, it was exciting. Like, you know, I'm I'm very pleased. You know, I was think I was debating based on how this this uh, this uh, news conference thing would go, whether I would become like an Xbox person because of the pricing if I wanted to get into next gen gaming. But I was really impressed with their price points. Yeah, I I am too. I thought it was going to be a lot more expensive. Yeah, I thought it was going to be minimum 500. And having, you know, 500 and then 400, I wish that they could have gotten that down to the same, like, Xbox uh, competition for 300. But I understand, like, and I still think 400 is within reason, I guess. I wonder if that changed within the past couple of months, like if that price had to be uh, decreased at all, just based on what they were learning from market research. I mean, I would think so. I would understand it. I mean, it's completely understandable. But you know. I, I mean, this feels dumb, but I didn't expect both companies to have two versions of their system like this. This is unique in that way. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I just I can't bring myself to trust digital only. Like, I understand, you know. I totally get it. Yeah. It's, I like having the option. We've talked about this a lot. I, like, how I'm a bunker person. Mm -hmm. And, like, I like my physical media. I'm, I have realized, though, because I've bought the last couple of games um, that I've uh, purchased, like, The Last of Us 2. Yeah. uh, You know, like, some of these recent games that I've picked up, I've bought digitally. And... I've realized I don't care about digital games versus physical games. Mm-hmm. I used to care more about that, but now I'm like, no, like I like having the physical movie, but like or TV show that I love that I know I want to watch and always have possession of. But the video game thing, it just doesn't bother me as much for some reason. Well, your bunker ways come in handy more often than not because I had a situation today where my internet went out and yep. I was about to text you and tell you like, Hey, look, we might not be able to record tonight and mm-hmm. then try to figure out which disc that I had to dust off and put in there. It's mm-hmm. either going to be the best of macho man, Randy Savage volume two <laughs> or this Bruce Lee DVD that I got. That's all you got. <laughs> no, I got a lot more, but you know, okay, for comedic yeah. effect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I have been in that situation yeah. uh, many a times. So I've even gotten into like you know, hurricane rolls through or whatever, and you're like, "All right, I've got a little portable DVD player or whatever the fuck that runs on batteries. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me uh, let me watch that '70s show. <laughs> That's another one that got pulled from Netflix. 
I yeah. watch it. See, there you go. All those missing episodes that they started taking off of stuff, you have them all. Yep. yep. You Bunker. get to decide which media is good for you and what's not. Yep. yep. Definitely. <laughs> so I got to find a way to get the facts of life on DVD. I don't know. I can't live mm. without it. Yeah. It's yeah. My that's life true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You watch it every single day. Every day. Can't get enough every- of uh, of um, Tootie. Yeah, that's your name. I, I was gonna say, can you name a single character? <laughs> <laughs> Blair, Tootie, Mrs. Butterworth? Joe. Joe. She was the gay one. I liked her. Yeah, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely was like, I connect to her, and I can't figure out why. And then later I was like, oh, I know why. All right. You know who never gets any love? The fourth girl. I don't even know her name. Let's see. Blair. Uh, Blair was the the stuck up one, and he had. To, why are we doing this? <laughs> and he had to meet Joe. Was it like Amy or something like that? Emily. That's not... <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like us not knowing and then just letting it go. This is great. This is totally great. Oh, Mrs. Like... Garrett. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mrs. Remo- Garrett. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, what else was there within that that we wanted to? talk about within the the playstation well they made an announcement today um kind of a, a no duh thing everybody knew it was going to come but god of war ragnarok is official now oh yeah i like i saw it and i was like what's ragnarok yeah yeah i thought it was like elder school scrolls scrolls oh, man. Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls. <laughs> Just old aliens that can shapeshift. Well, because like Ragnarok, I was like, that sounds like a that sounds like a dragon shit or something. I don't know. <laughs> like if anything, I would have thought like, oh, that's a, that's a Marvel Thor type project. But no, it's another um, iteration of, of God of War. Uh, yeah. The way that the story ended with the uh, with the most recent one, it left a lot of of wanting for answers and, and other things. So yeah, this is definitely a welcome announcement and i cannot wait um yes cool yeah i i want to play that game like i feel like it's going to be a on sale like purchase at some point maybe it'll do like christmas sales or something i'll pick it up then they also announced that they're gonna um start putting out uh they're going to start a service much like uh games with gold not games with gold but uh game pass xbox game pass so, whereas you can Netflix certain games on Xbox, you're going to be able to do the same thing now with PlayStation. Which but is, isn't that just with the PS5? Um, possibly. I thought that was just with the PS5. I didn't think that was for the PS4 as well. No, I think you're right. I think it's just for the PS5. But still, it is quite a yeah. boon. Because yeah. I you mean, already that's, have... That's awesome. Oh, I should also mention, it's, it's not for PS5 games, but it's for ps4 games on the ps5 right yeah that's what i that's what i wasn't I, I thought it was just for the ps5 system Mm-hmm. right kind of sucks it's not on the four but that's okay yeah but you know they gotta they gotta entice oh, you somehow it. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so i'm excited i hope that everything works out with this pre-order. We'll see how it goes. I'll keep you guys posted, of course. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Uh, so they did Miles Morales uh, Spider-Man game. It's coming out on both systems, which is a surprise and great. And it's only $50. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's fifty that bucks, which makes me think like it's it's one of those things like that Uncharted um, sequel that yeah. started out as DLC, but they decided to put it out as a full release. Anyway. Yeah, so it's not going to be super long and everything. Right. So a lot of people wondered, you know, mostly me, uh, <laughs> wondered mm-hmm. how Insomniac was going to work on a brand new Spider-Man game along with a new installment of Ratchet and Clank, which is also coming soon to PS5. Um, and that's how. They built uh, a game that's not quite as lofty mm-hmm. as uh, the, the, the last Spider-Man game, apparently. And they're going to put that out. But it looks great. So they they didn't just um, put a uh, um, a skin kind of on like part of the original Spider-Man game. I don't think so. I mean, already we see that they they uh, this one takes place in winter, um, oh, and they cool. mentioned that it takes place in his neighborhood in Harlem. So right. I think they just probably shrunk the map a little bit. And they're just letting you play in that neighborhood. It might even, it might not even be open world. We won't know for sure until we finally get like more info on it. True. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But either way, that's coming out later this year. That's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Can't wait. Um, what else did they? Uh, were there any other big announcements? Like mm, nothing. So launch it. Launch games are Fortnite. Uh, Miles Morales. What else is coming out at launch? Um, they had a list. Let me pull it up here. So I, I think it was like one of those. Uh, oh, um, Demon Souls, a remake of that is getting released on launch as well. Is that? No, I'm thinking of something else. It's one of those like Bloodborne type games. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Okay, mm-hmm. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, just like a, a game that's difficult for difficult's sake. Yeah, I don't quite. Uh, well, I, that's not my jam. Not, me neither. Not my jam. I like to enjoy what I'm playing. I just suck at gaming, so there's no no point in me doing that. Like, I suck at regular games, too. Okay, so it looks like Spider-Man, Miles Morales, Demon's Souls, um, Sackboy, Sackboy's Big Adventure. Okay. Um, Yeah, that's all I got. (laughs) Okay, that's fine. I was just wondering what was available at launch. Super Mario Brothers Game & Watch snuck out for pre-order as well. Nobody's talking about that. Picked a bad day. Yep. Bad <laughs> well, they, day. They took Sony at their word. That's why. They talked to their bros over at Sony like, oh, don't worry about it. Put it out today. We're not going to have pre-orders open until tomorrow. They lied. Yep. Uh, oh, speaking of, they have... So, so okay. Since we're on gaming news. Yes. Um. Now, we talked about the Mario collection. We which did. Which you ordered, right? Yep. Comes okay. out this Friday. That's right. That's that okay. So it comes out day after tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> which I have a hard time comprehending uh both time now and also that they just announced that game and it's already like coming out. Man, Nintendo's so good at that. Just, you know, getting I stuff love out. It. Yeah. Okay. So, um there's a rumor that the N sixty four <laughs> uh, video games are going to be coming on the Switch. More wow. of them are going to be okay. on the Switch. Okay. Uh, Nintendo Switch and Nintendo Switch Lite may be getting more N64 games soon. Uh, this week, Super Mario 64 is coming to the Switch um, with the 3D All-Stars. That's the name of the collection that's coming out. 
um, and which reveals it says that the uh, the damning discovery. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. That's data mining, but I, I said damning for some fucking reason. <laughs> uh, data mining. <laughs> the discovery comes the way of the latest data mining effort of Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which reveals that not only is the game seemingly running on an N64 simulate, or emulator, not mm-hmm. simulator, emulator. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the difference between those two? Those? You know? um, emulators are basically just ways for people with PCs to play... Um, well, they advertise them as homebrew games, which use the hardware, so it emulates the hardware. Where, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it says that uh, there are references to other N64 games within these files. Mm. Specifically, there are references to Kirby 64, Perfect yes. Dark, Pokemon Snap, Mario Tennis, Paper Mario, and Mario Golf. Boy, possible implication here is that the N64 games are also coming to the Nintendo Switch via emulation, and possibly soon. Uh, whether this would be via <coughs> standalone releases or Nintendo Switch Online, who knows? There have been rumors and quote-unquote leaks for a while that N64 games are coming to the Nintendo Switch Online, but that's all they've been. Rumors and inconclu- inconclusive leaks. I mean, that's... That's one. It got to be one of the top requests, right? Like, the N sixty four was such a great system. For years, people have been begging for more N sixty four content on. They're so weird about that particular system, and I don't know why. I mean that, yeah that that needs to change big time. It's it's amazing that we're getting. I mean, the Mario collection is great, but after all this time, they're using their resources to put an N sixty four game a GameCube game and uh, a Wii game all on the same disc. It seems like they're skipping over a lot of amazing potential possibilities here. Yeah. There were so many good games on the N64 that got passed over because, I mean, that wasn't what was hot in gaming when it was out. I had one, but, you know, I'm, I'm a diehard Nintendo fan. A lot of people take it or leave it. They got PlayStation instead. Yeah, yeah. Both systems were great, but... Man, there were there were some real gems on the N64. Exactly. Um, and they keep coming out with all of the versions on every console, basically, of like Super Nintendo games, but mm-hmm. not a lot of these N64 games. I'm like, I don't get it. Right, right. I think N64 emulation or you know availability yeah. of those games that started up on the Wii when they released um, Super Mario 64 okay. on there. Yes. So yeah. it says it. One caveat here. Is that it's possible that this left over this is leftover code from presumably the Wii U Virtual Console? Oh, I see. It seems unlikely, but it's not impossible considering Nintendo uses reused code. So they mm-hmm. they reuse code. So it might be that is the case, but I don't know. I I think uh, the fact that there's code there is a good indicator. I don't mind and they, them. And they did it with the N6, er, uh, the Mario 64, so why wouldn't right. they keep expanding it? I don't mind them reusing code at all. What I mind no. them doing is charging full price or, or an astronomical price for this content years after its release just based on their chosen um, you know, limited availability of it. Right, and we talked about this on a little bit on the pod and definitely a lot off of the podcast, how oh. I really don't like the Disney Vault 
thing that they're doing with this Mario collection, mm-hmm. uh, especially during difficult like financial times where you're like, well, that's kind of fucked up, and you're going to make the market crazy for those games in the future. Totally. Which It's sucks. happened before. It's happened before with um, Mario All-Stars. They released a special edition of that for the Wii. Yeah. Uh, I found this out on Scott the Waz's channel. He's a YouTuber who... He's he's a very geeky dude who's very geeky about Nintendo stuff. And okay. it's very entertaining to watch him. But, yeah, he was talking about... He was hunting down the Wii version of Mario All-Star specifically because it came with a collectible book that gave you, like, the history of Super Mario Brothers. And, you know, like okay. so rarely do. Um, but he wanted this one in particular. And he was talking about how when he got it, it was hard to find. But then... Nintendo re-released that same disc in Wii U packaging uh, like a year later, and then the price just plummeted all over again. So, yeah, I I would just like some consistency with this. Understand that Nintendo gamers are the kind of people who predominantly are diehard Nintendo fans, and they buy every system. So they don't need to buy Super Mario Brothers every single time a system comes out. I'll give them credit this time, what they did with the uh, with the virtual consoles, as far as like just giving you a subscription based on your online right. subscription, that was a better idea than charging you another like two bucks for Super Mario Brothers One. I appreciate that. I agree. I think that's a much better business model going forward. Definitely, and they're doing something interesting now too, which is releasing games in the U.S. that were only available in Japan initially, like Super Mario yeah. Picross. Like that's. I'm excited about that. That's coming to Virtual Console later on this month. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. I don't like this other <laughs> this other thing, you know? Yeah, the $60 uh, for stuff that they just kind of sat on for a decade and said, nah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I also, th- I mean, I guess that it's like, you know, it's like, well, of course people will pay for it. But, I mean, you could sell so many of these games if you were like, yeah, you know, we're going to come out with these classics like this. Right. Um, that have never been released for like 40 bucks for that collection or something. Like, make it cheaper Heck yeah. than the new game. Something interesting that Sega's been doing, and it's it's rarely that you get to say Sega's doing something better than Nintendo, but... Are they? they do... I didn't even know they were still around. <laughs> so they keep trying to make yeah. Sonic work, but aside from yeah. that, they're doing this thing called Sega Ages, which is they'll release a classic Sega game, but they'll add like a new tweak to it or something like that. Like, they released Sonic 2, but instead of making you buy, like, Sonic and Knuckles as well, they packed Knuckles into the game. So you can just, like, play him in Sonic 2 without getting those old cartridges oh. out and stacking them up. That's they cool. They even put in, like, split screen and time trials and stuff like that. All kind of cool stuff. So they have the technology to do so. And, and, and these programmers, these amateur programmers are chomping at the bit to help Nintendo and help Sega do that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And Sega has embraced that. Even with, you look at Sonic Mania, which is basically a love letter to the old Sonic games. It was mm-hmm. just a fan who they found, like, doing his own homebrew version of Sonic. They hired him on and said, hey, come work for us. And we got that hit. So... Man, I haven't I haven't played a Sonic game in years. Last Sonic game I played was, I think, on like Game Boy or something like that. Those were some good ones, though. The, yeah. The Game Boy Advance Sonic games were really good. Yeah, the, that's that was when I put, was playing Sonic. Really, I, I feel I like every kid since. had that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> this is one yeah. of those games. Um, but yeah, like 
Sega being cool about it and just embracing the fan culture, that's that's pretty awesome. And I wish Nintendo would adopt that. that yeah, uh, and that's how you stay alive longer, too. Yeah. I think. Because then you have more dedicated fans. Nintendo already has that, though. So I think that's why they can get away with so much. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like, Sonic kind of breaks the fourth wall with that sometimes, too. Because they, they had a, uh, a cartoon, Sonic Boom, recently. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to tie into a game. The game didn't do too well, but the cartoon, from what I understand, was well-written. I didn't watch it, but a clip that I saw from it, you know, they they mentioned something about, oh, you know, everything is online now. You should look yourself up online sometime and see how much information is out there about yourself. And Sonic mentioned something like, yeah, I tried to look myself up online once, and I saw what the fans did. I'm never looking that up again. Oh, no. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah, yeah. Rule 34 is strong with that one, I tell you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> All right, let's move on from games. I feel like we've been on games for a while now. I mean, it was a big gaming day. I I assumed this would be, like, most of the episode anyway. Most of the games. All the games. Yeah. Okay. So we've got casting news again. Do we now? We do. Um, so the Marvel has cast, uh, the, this actor from Lovecraft Country, which Mm. I know you and I are watching it. I'm a week behind on the episode, but. Okay. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but lots of people out there are watching it, loving it. Um, they have cast, um, Jonathan Majors has, which is the main, you know, the protagonist of Lovecraft Country. Yes. Um, he's been cast in a major role in the next Ant-Man movie. Timothy Lovecraft, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, they uh, it says, while, the, while Marvel has yet to officially comment, um, sources told Deadline, which is a very reputable source, that Majors is set to play time-traveling villain Kang the Conqueror Kang. in the third Ant-Man franchise, uh, which will be directed by Peyton Reed, who directed the first two movies. <laughs> now, I, I like this idea because Kang the Conqueror is one of those Marvel villains that I don't really know too much about. Same. Besides, he's a guy that eventually, you know, occasionally fights the Avengers. And mm-hmm. at one point, he was involved in the uh, Young Avengers comic that I won't spoil because it's something that still holds up, I believe, and people should read. But Which, uh, which one was that? I'm sorry? Who was the writer of that? Uh, oh my Young goodness! Not, was it Jonathan Hickman? Jonathan, yeah, I think it was Hickman. Yeah, I think okay. it was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So the Young Avengers book was really good. Kane the Conqueror played a uh, a big part in that. But yeah, I'm excited because this actor is amazing on Lovecraft Lovecraft Country every week. Yes, he's so good, and he was really good in. Oh, man, I don't want to get the title wrong. Well, while you're while you're figuring that out, <laughs> yes. I was wrong. The uh, creator of Young Avengers was Alan Heinberg. Okay, we were both wrong. Because yes. I immediately was like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Def- uh, Defy Blood. Spike oh. Lee's newest film. Mm-hmm. He was in that as well. I don't know if you've watched that yet. I haven't. I've been putting it off because I'm trying, you know, ever since Chadwick passed. It's like, all yes. right. I can yeah. only and take that, so much. And I would be shocked if Chadwick doesn't win an Oscar for that movie. So, oh, okay. And that was before... Um, his passing that I was like, oh man, this movie's going to get Oscars left and right. Nice. For, for performances in particular, we're so good in that movie. Um, he's very good in it. Um, 
So, yeah, it's exciting. For sure. I know Majors, I mean, just based on what I've seen on Lovecraft Country, he's already got that superhero build that they're so crazy about. Yeah, he's not even going to have to work out, is no, he? Like, my my dude already... is mad jacked, okay? So... <laughs> I'm curious to see if he does do more. I'm like, can you physically? Right. Like, you're already out there like a rock. Like, you're a big dude. You're like, he's like, I want to be as big as Captain America. He might already be as big as, um, as old boy when he was Cap. I don't know. Oh, I would bet he definitely is. See, um, yeah. There's not much more he, he can do. Maybe he, like, has to do the, like, tone stuff that they, because, like, every muscle defined kind of thing. Mm-hmm. For training, but I, I mean, I don't know how much more muscle you can add onto because he's definitely like already built like a hero or I guess a villain. He's yeah. Be like a villain, but either way. <laughs> yeah, but there's going to be some fight scenes if he's involved because, yeah, you can't you can't waste that type of physique and just have him standing around just punching at the air, you know? No, that's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Especially, I love the Ant Man movies so much. Yeah, I'm glad that they're still planning on continuing those because there's no reason they shouldn't. But it's you know. a little engine, I think, of the Marvel <laughs> Universe movies. It's yeah. just like he's just there, they're having fun, laughing. They're mm-hmm. they're great movies. Um, they've got their own little world, and then it expands out into the bigger world. Like I just think it's done a really good job. The other good news from this article it says that uh, Peyton Reed is coming back to direct uh, this yes. one. So yeah. that's good. Yeah, that's awesome because I think uh, he's done a great job. Definitely. So yeah, if they do decide to go that direction with Kang, it's either feast or famine. They could either either make him a really big deal and have him become an Avengers level villain, or you know deal with him in this. It, it's great because he's one of those type of villains where it could go either way. You know, he's not a, like a B level villain, but he's one of those you know rarely seen villains in the comic these days. So. You can really just do whatever you want with him. Yeah, I hope just based off of his acting that it's it's on that level. Like, mm-hmm. that he's he becomes a bigger character. Even if he's not, like, the big bad, I hope that he is a larger big bad in, within the universe. Yeah. If they do decide to go the, the way of um, using him to help establish the Young Avengers in the MCU... Mm-hmm. They're going to have to do a lot of work. Like, we already know that um, Kate Bishop is going to be involved in the Hawkeye series when that eventually happens, um, you know, once they can start filming it. But all of the yeah. other characters... Yeah, hopefully that, that gives them time to recast Hawkeye, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah hopefully. <laughs> and then Cassie Lang. I should also mention, yeah, Cassie Lang, since mm-hmm. the snap, is now old enough to be... Uh, the character that she played in Young Avengers as well. They knew exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. They're moving Very all the puzzle excited. pieces together. But the yep. part that gives me, what they'll have to do is establish Isaiah Bradley somehow within the MCU. And without Cap there, I don't know how they're yeah. going to do that. I don't know. Isaiah Bradley was well, like, uh, just for those that don't know, Isaiah Bradley was one of the first uh, people that had the super soldier serum uh, you know, experimented on and, 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 and injected into him. Kind of like a Tuskegee Airmen situation where yeah. they they use the serum on a series of uh, black soldiers to, to get the right one. And Very much used an on American him. story. Oh, like, yeah. Geez. You know, it's so yeah. believable and that's what makes it so 100%. fucked up. Yeah. So Wasn't he was that the like one... a 90s story that they kind of retconned and, and created that character? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. A... I, I think it made a lot of sense. Like, they would totally do that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
it was a good book. I, I, I think it's it's still in publication, or yeah. at least on the app. We read it years ago. Kyle Baker, Black, White, and Red, or something like that. Red, White, and Black, maybe? Yeah. I don't remember. But. Okay, but yeah, it's a good story. Um, um, so, I mean, could they could they use Old Man Cap, though? I would think Chris Evans is done, but like, if it was for an important enough part like that to help bring in a character that is important in that context, right? I could see Old Man Cap coming back for like a cameo. Now, if they're going to do that, I would assume that's going to happen on the Bucky and Falcon show. Yeah. I mean, that makes the most sense, but I don't think that's going to happen in season one. Mm, I don't know. They, I mean, they got a lot of time to film. Or accelerating um, that Young Avengers. Like, Very true. Is he going to be like in the background? I don't know. Kind of like an Abed situation where they just play a whole story in the background yes. and you just kind of have to catch bits and pieces of it while the main right. story is happening. Right. Yeah, I, like I mean, I was thinking more... Um, uh, Maybe not that. I was thinking Black Widow in Iron Man Two, but she uh-huh. was she was fully kind of Black Widow towards the end of that movie. Maybe like Black Widow in the first half <laughs> of <laughs> Iron Man Two, where she's you're just like, oh, it's this girl, and you don't really know what's going on with her. She keeps dropping in and posing on the ground for oh, some reason. A better example, no, um, uh, Sharon Carter. Okay. Okay. So, how she was just like Cap's neighbor. And just kind yeah. of a background character, you did not know that she was uh, Carter. Right. Peggy's uh, niece, right? Peggy's niece, niece? yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so that's what I would think, maybe, if they wanted to establish it within that show. It's a, uh, a romantic situation I'm glad they didn't fully pursue, because that was just weird all around. Yeah. Um... I have feelings about that. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think it's as weird if they were firmly like letting go of the Peggy character Mm -hmm. and establishing Cap in the modern world but like they kept when you see Cap's full arc you realize like yeah it is kind of weird because it's a it's a it's a weird detour it is weird but when but he, you, if you think of it as him being the man out of time and like that being a connection he would make, it doesn't feel as weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm not. <laughs> maybe it doesn't creep me out as much. I don't know, man. As like, much. it's kind of a Back to the Future thing. Well, no, not that because neither no. neither versions no. his mom, so it's not. They're the not same. related in any way. Right, Peggy. I mean literally dies and then he finds out that she is his niece or her niece mm-hmm. so he didn't like he didn't even know that she was her niece and they already had that spark there before yeah they were the already neighbors kind of getting to know each other and everything like that yeah it's still creepy man i couldn't date a spy <laughs> like all right all right all right so here's sidetrack complete sidetrack here i could not be in a relationship with a spy not knowing they're a spy. You, but how would you? You're saying you couldn't be in a relationship with someone and you don't know that they're. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. <laughs> you you wouldn't know. So how could you say you wouldn't be in a relationship with them? What are you trying to say? Do you know your something? wife is? A I don't spy. know. <gasps> this whole time, this whole time, 
makes sense. No, what I'm saying is if I find out that someone that I'm with is a spy, that they're spying on me, that they've been hired to spy on me, and then they come through with this whole explanation of, oh, but even though you were just an assignment at first, I fell in love with you along the way, so my feelings are true, even if my story isn't. Still got to hit the bricks. You got to go. You got to go. Mm-mm. Wow. That sounds like a very healthy and normal reaction to someone lying to you. Exactly. Your relationship. Exactly. I don't know. That's so, a little too healthy. A little, a little more too... fucked up, but you got <laughs> to little... fall in line. <laughs> it's a little too healthy. Just a bit. So, yeah, that being the situation with Cap, even though he lives in a world of cloak and dagger and intrigue and all that shit. If I find out that the neighbor girl that I've been making goo-goo eyes at for all this time, for the past few months at least, bumping into each other by mistake, oh, I'm out of fabric softener. Do you have any I can borrow? Yeah. They just ran into each other at like the mail room and stuff, and you're creating these intricate porn-like fantasies. <laughs> porn-like? That's People a little fabric softener. Uh, your your voice was very weird about that, but okay. I didn't say she got stuck in the laundry machine, and yeah, no, nothing like that. All I'm saying is, You're is that so. never mind. <laughs> she fabricated. Uh-huh. Yeah. She yeah. fabricated this whole thing and no, I, manipulated I him. I agree. Yeah. yeah. That he character got... felt like there was something bigger planned for her. Mm-hmm. But they never, like, I don't know if it was time or what, they never followed through with it. That yeah. or she was just meant to be a complete red herring of a character. I agree with your first thought. I think that there was supposed to be something bigger for her, but whatever plan they had kind of fell through. And they they saw that people wanted closure on Peggy after the show yeah. ended. So they're like, all right, we'll go ahead and make that happen. You know, we don't want to give them any hope that Chris Evans can return in any feasible way. So we'll close that chapter. Yeah. 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 We're not going to talk about Chris Evans, though. Mm, you know what? You know what? Let's talk about Chris Evans for a minute. Yeah, I love Chris Evans. I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Now, there's there's a couple different ways to look at this. And, of course, me being a man, I do appreciate your input on this as well. Yeah. The way that I read it at first, the way I read it initially. So, Chris Evans had some sensitive images leak online. Yes. By accident, he leaked them himself. Completely by accident. They were on his camera roll and they got out on his uh, Instagram story or something like that. Yes. One of which was his uh, his man bits. His dick, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So instead of doing the whole thing where the world celebrates and is like, oh, look at this man's dick. Oh, my God, it's Captain America. That's America's dick. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. People were like, okay, this is going to spread let's use some hashtags to make sure that other things about Chris Evans trend instead, or at least alongside what's going on here. Because they wanted to remind everyone that he's a person and that his personal space and his his privacy must be respected. Now, of course, this is vastly different than the experience that many of the women had with the whole leaked images, the hacking, the fappening, whatever they called it, you know, um, yeah, I mean, a, a where was different. this fucking reaction when uh, Amanda Seyfried had revenge porn used against her and it was going all around Twitter? Exactly. Or when Jennifer Lawrence's nudes were stolen from her and leaked. 
Right, right. Um, or, or Leslie Jones got some yes. stuff out there at yeah. one point. Stuff like that. Like, what I'm hoping, and this is super optimistic and not like me at all here. <laughs> what I'm hoping is the case is that people learn from the harm those situations did and decided not to go down that path. Or, B, <clears throat> women yep. showed that they can actually be more mature than dudes with this type of shit and wanted to prove yes. a point. Okay, I will argue that yes, women can be more mature in this situation and can see themselves being in this type of situation because it happens all too often. Yeah. And we're more respectful. And there's proof of that from previous leaks because I don't know if you remember this, but one of the nudes that were leaked in that whole Jennifer Lawrence uh, nude stolen from the cloud situation, mm-hmm. it was a lot of celebrities and people that were famous. Yeah. Um, one of them was Alison Brie and Dave Franco. Oh. So they're married, and both of them had nudes leak. Oh, wow. He was, I think, the only man or maybe one or two men. You didn't hear anything about it. You're right. You're right. I didn't know. I didn't know anything yeah. about, about that at yeah, all. Yeah, because there was basically nothing about it. Yeah. So, I I mean, I like how, you know, I'm not bashing how they people handled the Chris Evans thing. That is how you should handle this type of situation. Right. Um, but apply it to everyone now because it's yeah. bullshit. Yeah. And, I mean, unfortunately, it's going to happen again because – we live in a yeah. digital age and people have intimate pictures on their phone that they share with yeah. friends and loved ones, you know, and, and it's completely none of our fucking I, business. I don't know who needs to hear this, <laughs> um, but go into your phone and put them in the hidden folder, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, there's that. There is that. So it's a, it's a two way street. It's a two way street. Like you go to text. You press the the thing. At least this is on. I don't know how it works in other ones, but this is how it works on Apple. And there's a little button, and it says hide. And then when you go to your, why am I telling you guys this? Uh, when you go to your <laughs> other albums, there's hidden, and it won't show up in your camera roll, there guys. You it completely you hides it from your camera roll. Had Chris Evans done that, if they saw his camera roll, it would not have been in there. No, I like Chrissy Teigen's response. Mm-hmm. She of she of supermodel stardom. Her response was like, "Look, everybody, in my WhatsApp, I have boobs, nonstop boobs. I have my friends' boobs. I have pictures of boobs that they think are weird, pictures of boobs that they really like. Oh my like, god, that's terrible! And my boobs. So if any boobs get out, you don't know whose they are. <laughs> but she was like, "It's it's completely private. You know, it shouldn't get out. But if it does, fuck off. You know, it's like." It's so weird how people are with that shit. I mean, we've talked about this at length as well, but it, it still boggles the mind just how people get such excitement out of that. Yeah. I think it's the... Um, I mean, I think it's a rape culture thing. Like, Man. really. Um, I think that there are some people that like that it's not consensual. Mm-hmm. Like they're spying, like they're uh, what what is it called? Peeping Tom type situation. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that they like violating. Yeah, yeah. That way. And then there's people that try they to rationalize it. They might not be aware with... of that. They might not even be aware that they're doing that, mm-hmm. but they are. Like, yeah. That's the situation that you're in. Like this, you do not have consent of that. 
And guess what? I'm going to throw this out there, too. Guys, just guys, girls, whatever. Uh, if you break up with someone, delete all of those fucking photos forever. You know yep. why? You don't have consent for them anymore. Delete them. Get yeah, not only that, it's just going to make you sad. You I mean, back yes. And, yeah. Course, that. But, like, do not keep nudes like that. Because right. my philosophy is, as soon as you guys break up, for whatever reason you break up, consent is withdrawn. You should not have those nudes anymore. True. Especially for the peace of mind of the person who you were with who shared those with you. Like, respect, like, even if they're a fucking asshole to you, just take a little bit of respect. Trust me, you'll be a better person in the long run. Mm-hmm. Get rid of them. Yep. Gone. Because if you're the type of person that could be cool enough to get sent nudes in the first place, you will see your day again. You will yeah. get nudes again, my you friends. Ruin your phone for the next hottie. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All kind of naughty bits are going to be flooding your gallery. Trust me. Yeah. You can. But do don't send them without. That's a consent thing too. Don't send unsolicited ones. Oh, too. absolutely not. I mean that. You know what? It seems like that's like the classic one. You know, the yes. unsolicited dick pic. Don't send that to anybody. Obviously, Chris Evans didn't do it on purpose. No. You know, conspiracy theorists go, oh, well, he know what he was doing. Or, you know, she knew what she was doing. She wanted a little celebrity. And you know what? Yes, there have been leaks that have been consensual under the guise of, oh, no, these got out there by accident. But you know what? It's not for us to decipher. If they yeah. say they were by accident, don't bother yeah, with them. Don't, don't play that game. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just not worth it, also. Nah, nah. And, like, I'm sorry, if you think that's a good thing, start retraining your brain. Because sometimes you got to do that. Like, sometimes you got, like, you know, we talk about lots of different things, how you're like, I learned this thing, and then I had to unlearn it. You know? If you do that, don't automatically, like, if you, let's say you like these leaked nude pictures, okay. So you like these, uh leaked nudes for whatever reason uh you're gonna have to retrain your brain to only like the ones that you paid for from like a legit source or whatever that are like faking leaked nudes or whatever because then it's like a consensual um exchange you know or free you get it for free too but you know that's cool yeah but i'm trying to like (laughs) i mean yes they are free but if you pay for them, you at least, you know, you're helping people in the industry or whatever. And like, that's true. Yeah, you know, that's true. Work. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just think, eh, like, don't. Uh... Look, if you saw Chris Evans dick and it made you happy, <laughs> I guess good for you. But also, like, maybe uh, maybe don't go seeking it out and don't. uh Try not to engage in that stuff. I My, saw the image because people were sharing it left and right when I logged on to Twitter. Yeah, it was just like the like the it gif of the girl everywhere. The girl having hot dogs rained upon her. Yeah, it's like that. It was like yeah. that for you. But like, okay, my favorite bit of this whole scenario yeah. was he goes, now that I have your attention, everybody vote. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure to get your vote in. I love him. Yeah, he's a good dude. I mean, really, like you, 
you hate for it to happen to a dude. Yeah. You hate for it to happen to anybody. Let me clarify. You hate you hate for it yeah, to happen absolutely. to anybody. Um, yeah. So there's that. I liked that his brother said too, because his brother was like came back to Twitter the next day and said, "Did anything happen? I wasn't on Twitter yesterday." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's even worse. You know, it's it's bad enough. Oh, no, he was totally joking. No, I know, but I'm just saying it's, like, even worse. Like, just imagine going on Twitter, and it's, like, a relative's... Oh, God. (laughs) Your celebrity relative, and it's, like, hey, look. Yeah. (laughs) It's Uh, awful. It's awful. I'm sure that he stayed off Twitter to avoid that. Oh, yes, all the eye bleeds. Yeah, it's it's all pretty much gone away, other than the apology was funny and stuff. You know? Or not not apology, the acknowledgement was funny for sure you know you you brought up the the industry and everything like that it's it's interesting to me that only fans just had such an infrastructure in place before the pandemic started that now they're really paying people's bills i mean they're really helping people to pay their bills (laughs) to a point that i'm sure they weren't even prepared for before the pandemic struck i mean i it seems like I've never heard of them having like an outage or anything like that. You know, stuff like that turns on Twitter all the time. Um, they they really had a good infrastructure in place to handle all the traffic they're getting over mm-hmm. these past few months. So kudos to them, you know, putting food on the table and keeping roofs over heads and all that. Yeah. Job industry. That's right. <laughs> I wonder if Chris Evans has one now. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And a complete so yeah, 180. Did you yeah, see uh, yeah. Animaniacs dropped a, uh, a teaser? A absolute 180. Mm-hmm. I did not see that. I, no. I did not. I mean, I'm sure we covered it in the show because we cover so much on the show. But I didn't know that they were making another Animaniacs. Yeah, it's kind of great because everybody's involved from the original. Steven Spielberg is even back as an executive producer. Um, it's being produced by Amblin Television, who I didn't even know existed anymore. Yeah, I thought they were done with Amblin. I guess maybe they dusted it off for Animaniacs, but Animaniacs has always been near and dear to Steven Spielberg. He's mm-hmm. always spoken so well of it. He's even made guest appearances on the show from time to time in, in yeah. voice form, of course. Um, I love it. I loved it as a kid, and I Thanks. loved it when I was old enough to start getting all the jokes. Um it's going to be revisited that show as an adult just as a kid was when I watched it. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. So it's already gotten a, a two season order, which seems Ooh. to kind of be the, the thing now, you know, yeah. which I is great. Particular animation shows are just really like they, they're like, we want all of the content. Yes. Um, like uh, comedy central canceled all of basically all of their live action shows and right. they're just moving towards animation. I mean, that still stings just because of drunk history. You know, I know. I know we talked about that a couple ago. But, yeah, that just still stings just a little bit. Yeah, but, I um, hope that some other network or something can find a way to bring that back. HBO Max, baby, make it happen. Yeah, they got to bleep perfect. anything. Yes. Nope. Um, yeah, but Animaniacs is coming back sometime in 2021. The footage that they showed was basically like just 10 seconds of the the intro. And that was only to prove that the art style is very much the same as it was back then, only a little bit crisper. 
you know, just because technology has gotten better. But it doesn't mm-hmm. have that weird, like, flash animation floaty thing going on, which is fantastic. They also showed a lot of the voice actors back to reprise their roles. So I'm really happy about that. Oh, it's actually a full video. I was just clicking on it to see if it was... I'm just curious about the animation. Oh, yeah, I watched it to the end, like the little... The, yeah, the, the, it does the water look the tower. same. I'm glad yeah. they kept it the same. Me too. It just looks a little bit tighter, and that's fine. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Gotta evolve. Right, but you don't want to change the art style. It's so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that. 2021 is when that comes out. Yeah, yeah, like, the whole two season thing seems common lately because they want to make sure to uh, get these shows to last while they're trying to, I guess, rebuild the coffers. Uh, the Fresh Prince show, the Fresh Prince uh, series reboot, Bel mm-hmm. Air, got a two-season order as well. Oh, I didn't know that one got a two-season order. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Will Smith announced that himself on his uh, on his YouTube how channel. Do you, how do you feel about that? I'm excited about it because... I, I'm very curious. I'm curious, too. Did, did you watch the trailer, that the yes. fan trailer he did? Yeah. So uh, you could tell it was rough, but you could right. tell it was well-intended. And it did hit a lot of the, the right notes. I'm sure they're gonna tweak the casting because you can oh. tell these are these are definitely actors that maybe just were like you know friends of his that were doing a favor or whatever. But it got his proof of concept out there. Right. And I'm excited to see what they end up doing with it. It was a little bit too serious in that trailer. You know, it needs a little bit of humor in there just to kind of even things out with all the the drama. Yeah, I don't know. That's the part that I'm worried about. Like, that it's just going to be too gritty. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, it's going to be on Peacock, two-season order. And Will Smith is producing, along with the original producers of the sitcom. <laughs> the only other thing I wonder is if they're going to switch out the Aunt Viv, like, a season in. Oh, and God. Then... <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> but other news surrounding that announcement... Mm-hmm. is that they're doing a reunion special, an unscripted reunion special uh, for the original cast of The Fresh Prince. Uh, unfortunately, of course, with James Avery's passing, he's not going to be involved, obviously. Um, but the original Aunt Viv is going to be there, too, which is going to be very which is interesting. Which surprising, because she did not get along with Will Smith, right? That's that's the rumor. Like Neither yeah. one of them have really talked publicly about it, you know, in any type of I'm tangible sure way. <laughs> so, you know, we're going to we're going to find out some things. It's going to be a one on one conversation between that actress whose name escapes me, unfortunately, and Will. So we're going to yeah. see. I always liked her better. I know that sounds kind of bad, but like eh, when they recast characters like, you know, on Roseanne, you know, you like the first Becky better. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't always work out. Sometimes I can't even think of a situation where it did. That's going to be something to it's think about. It's not as actually. common anymore either, though. Where they just recast? Yeah. Yeah. They actually are doing it on a show, American Housewife, though. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. They're doing it this year hmm. for this new season. So the youngest child on that show, it's a pretty good little sitcom on ABC. I enjoy a lot of the ABC sitcoms. Um, and unfortunately, like, this little girl, she's so good on the show. She got cast in, uh, what's the the latest Tarantino film that just came out? Either oh, way. Um, uh, Hollywood? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yes, Once Upon a Time yeah. in Hollywood. She was in that. She was the little girl that uh, DiCaprio, she was like, you're the best actor I've ever 
like been in the scene with or whatever. That, oh, her. Okay. Right. Yeah. So she's she started on that show, and she apparently just like wants to move on. So they're like, okay, like so they just like let her out of her contract and let her go do whatever she wants to do. Well, I think one of the most famous recast situations was um, the whole thing with the the two Darrens back on Bewitched. Yeah. Yeah. I think that might have been like the first time on a major show that happened. Yeah. I don't know. Dick, Dick York and Dick Sargent. They even got dudes with the same name. That's wild. Yeah. Weird. But you know, finding a white dude named Dick back in the 60s or the yeah, 70s, not that hard. Not that not that difficult. Um, what about Lori from that 70s show? What did you think of that recast? I didn't like it at all, but I understood why they did it. Yeah. Do you know the context of why they did it? Um, because the first actress was kind of a mess from what I yeah, understand. Yeah, so she had to go to rehab. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, and she's since died, unfortunately. Oh, wow. Okay, of, I didn't realize of, that. Yeah, I believe drug-related issues. So, yeah, Ooh. she just died a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, and, w- yeah, was, was on drugs. So, like, I understood why they recast her, even though it sucked. Yeah. And that sucks for the actor coming in and doing that, too. Because you have to fill the shoes. Mm-hmm. And, that's and a lot of people are just like, yeah, we're not going to ever get over that. Um, yeah. And unfortunately, in that context, they had like they had written Lori out of that show so many times they could have done that again. But the story that they had just created. Yeah. was like integral to the, the show. Was she like dating one of the guys or something she, like that? She married Fez. Oh, that's right. OK. Green card. Mm. So like they had to have her in there, basically. Wow. Yeah. So they had to recast her in between that. That was between seasons. They recast her. So sometimes the whole recasting thing is due to necessity, but also it's worked into the story. Like, mm-hmm. of course, most famously Doctor Who. You right. Know, the whole regeneration thing was due to necessity because the actor wanted to leave the show and they didn't want to end the show. So they're like, oh, guess what? He can regenerate now. This is part of he looks the thing different. he could always yeah. do. Um. I guess on Friends they recast Yeah. Ross's ex wife? Yeah. Right. But that was only like one or two episodes that she was different. Right. Maybe one. Like I think she might have been different in the pilot and that's it. Oh, you know what I'm completely forgetting about the most successful one, The Crown. With Queen Elizabeth, yes. how they Well they do that yeah. for like basically the whole cast, like every yeah, era. They recast, they recast them every like two or three seasons, something like that. I think it's actually yeah. only two. You told me about that one, actually. Yes. I thought that was brilliant. Yes, it's a great idea. Rather than trying to put makeup on these actors, even though they're amazing, you know, and they could do it, they're like, let's have them actually age into these parts uh, by by recasting them. It's such a good idea. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it it's feast or famine, really. Um, one of the ones that kind of flies under the radar is when they recast Harriet on Family Matters. They oh. did that. They did that so late in the show that people really didn't notice because most people had stopped watching at that point, and even her character hadn't shown up that frequently. So, I mean, they could have just said that she left Carl and he got a new wife, and nobody would have been the wiser. Yeah, but they don't want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) But the messed up thing about it is Joe Marie Payton, she was the star of this show initially. This was a spinoff of Perfect Strangers. And it was supposed to be her show. 
Now, of course, you know, I feel like she got overshadowed immediately by, uh, oh my goodness, Reginald um, Van Johnson. Is that his name? Yeah. Carl. Okay. Yeah. Reginald Van Johnson. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he's, of course, immediately recognizable from Die Hard and some other movies he's been in where he's been a cop. So it feels like a continuation of that, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it was supposed to be her show and she got booted. Damn, that sucks. It does. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. For the most part, it, it doesn't work, though. Right. I would argue The Crown is probably the only successful one of the ones that you mentioned. That like people are genuinely excited for recasting. Yeah. Oh, excited for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, these are all wall of weird. We've got two wall of weird stories this week. Okay. Well, this is this is perfect. You bought one and I bought one. Yep. Mine, you can kind of tell what it is from the URL. Yours, I cannot. You cannot. All right, I'll do mine first. Okay. All right, guys. Let's let's visit the wall of weird. This wall is from September sixth. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. So, <laughs> this is a BBC article written by... I do not see a writer for this, so... Sorry, whoever wrote this. Headline, Man Blows Up Part of House While Chasing Fly. Dope. <laughs> the man who is in his 80s was about to tuck in... <laughs> about to tuck into his dinner... Uh, when he became, which I, I don't know what, tuck into dinner. I don't know what I that I love means. that. That's okay. that's a very British phrase. British thing, and yeah. I always think of like, oh, yeah, I'm tucking into the, like, so is he yeah. just going to, like, nestle into the mashed potatoes? Yeah. Rest his head um, on the pillow. He was... <laughs> <laughs> so this man in his 80s is about to tuck into dinner mm. when he became irritated by a fly buzzing around him. <laughs> he picked up an electric fly swatter and started targeting it. <laughs> but targeting. a gas... But a gas canister was leaking in his home. Oh, no. Yeah. A reaction between the device and the gas caused an explosion, destroying the kitchen and partially damaging the roof of the home in uh, Paracol Chenaud Village. Sorry Mm -hmm. if I mispronounced that, British listeners. According to local media, the unnamed man had a lucky escape, (laughs) sustaining just a burn to the hand. Oh, okay. The man has since been checked into a local campsite. All his family repair the house. Wow. So that's... Okay. They make it sound like his family is working on repairing the house, but kicked him the fuck out. Yeah. For having, like, wacky Looney Tune type <laughs> <laughs> shenanigans happen. He did have a little... Yeah. Uh, I feel like this article left out so much. Like, oh, he yeah. blew up the house with a fly swatter. I feel like we're never going to really fully grasp the whole picture of this and that's kind of the beauty of it at the same time. <laughs> I'm imagining the man being Donald Duck and then Chippendale broke in and he was chasing them around as well as the fly. Yeah, you know, let the mystery be. That's, yeah. I think that's what they're saying. <laughs> let the mystery be. Yes. <laughs> Alright, so my wall of weird. I'm cradling Bemo, so. Aw, that's so wholesome. (laughs) My wall of weird is from Kotaku.com. Luke Plunkett often contributed to uh, Kotaku.com. Apparently, some industrious programmer got the hit PC game Doom running on a pregnancy test. What? 
<laughs> I get, are there pictures? I gotta look at this. Oh, there's video, my friend. <gasps> the oh, other day, Foon decided to hack <gasps> an, an improved screen inside a pregnancy test. And when you do something like that, it's not a matter of if you can get Doom running on it, but when. This there is were, ridiculous. It really is. So imagine if, you know, one of the most important of your life, you're trying to figure out if you're having a baby or not, and you go and you take the pregnancy test, you go in the bathroom, <laughs> an hour passes, and you're sitting in the living room waiting for your wife to come out, and you knock on the door like, honey, are you all right? And she's like, I'm almost past level seven. <laughs> I, I'm watching the video now. This is insane. Wow. So, yeah, Doom is running on this basic, just electronic pregnancy test. So he goes, that's just the start. Connecting a Bluetooth keyboard to the setup meant Doom was now playable on one of the smallest, worst screens imaginable. A 128 by 32 monochrome display. (laughs) First of all, this seems very fancy for a pregnancy test. It does. Do they need this intricate of a pregnancy test now? Do we, guys? I mean, really, yeah. What happened to the whole, like, fading technology? You know what? I don't have a dog in this race. What about the strip? Yeah. I don't know if people feel like it's going to be more accurate if it's all super high-tech and digital. I don't know. I've never taken a pregnancy test. Personally, after the last um, story that you just showed, that you just shared with us, I don't want to put anything electrical near liquid at all. Yeah, um, scary. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. So, I mean, kudos to the dude that got Doom running on there. But why, how would you even think of that? How that's you... the part that I'm okay. <laughs> that's a big part of it for me too. What are you? What? <laughs> how did you get to this point in life where you're not only thinking <laughs> I could play uh, Doom on this tiny <laughs> pregnancy test, and then you go? You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to play Doom on this tiny pregnancy test. I just feel like you need to reevaluate some stuff. I don't know. I want this person to put this on his resume and apply apply at Microsoft. I want to know what happens. I, I am very curious about this. Speaking of peeing on things, Kanye decided oh, to pee on that's his, a wall of weird thing one of his many like... Grammys. He should have peed on them tacky-ass-looking shoes. Okay, Yeezys are awful. All of them. They are Every so sing- ugly. And I'm, I'm, I'm not like, I like shoes, but I, I'm not going to claim to be a shoe person. I know that's I, a whole thing. I'm but, not a fashionista. I don't, yeah. But what the fuck, man? What the fuck are those things? They're awful. What are those? Yeah, I, they're just <laughs> bad. They're all bad. Every single but, one I've seen has been horrible. Besides my 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 taste in shoes, yes. Why, the fuck, would you decide to desecrate something that so many people have fought so hard for? I understand he might have an issue with his medication and not being on it. I understand <laughs> that think? he is upset. Apparently, this this manifested because he's upset with a contract that he has with his current uh, management company. You yeah. know. Um, universal or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure they're not too happy either, Kanye. No. And, I mean, you're... you're he just ruined drop. that. Ruined that for so many people. You know? Yeah. It's just I, disgusting. I, I did see one tweet that I 
I thought was amazing, which said, who's going to shit on a Tony? Yeah. <laughs> and then Billy Eichner responded, Bernadette Peters. Challenge. <laughs> Step up. Let's go. But yeah, I just don't. I, I And people kept retweeting the video. I'm like, I don't want to see this. No, Twitter deleted the video when he posted it again. Good. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, aren't they going to, like, suspend his account? I mean, they kind of need to do it for his own sake at this point. He he doesn't need this type of outlet. No, he really doesn't. No, I, I feel it's kinda bad. It's kind of like how we get with, uh, you know, with uh, the... The Orange Goblin, yeah. Uh, yeah, Cheeto Mussolini, where you're mm-hmm. like, you know what, dude? No. Please no. Like, no. can you just not? I realize you're having a problem here. But no. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's gotten unfortunately to R. Kelly proportions, it's starting to pee on shit. Okay, maybe let's not compare the child molester <laughs> to. Look, I mean, he's peeing on things, but he's mainly I'm not comparing that aspect. Okay, yeah, I'm okay. not. Yeah, no, 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 no. I wanted to clarify more for your sake than anything else. I appreciate that, and you're right. I may have taken it too far. I'm reeling <laughs> that back. I apologize. This is my official now, apology. Now, if he had been pissing on R. Kelly, mm, that would have been R. Kelly's Grammy. Huh? That's very confusing. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, no, you've confused me. Now we have to go. This is it. We're done. You know, Good not, day. Yeah, we have yeah. we have one little announcement before we. Before this we... is the perfectly worst time to make this announcement, but here it's we a go. Terrible time to make this announcement, but you know what? What do you guys expect? What do you expect? We have course transitioned from talking about piss <laughs> to making exciting announcements. Yes. Right. right? That's that's right. Okay. <laughs> Why am I like this? <laughs> Do you ever just stop and go like, why? Every Tuesday and sometimes Wednesday night, yes. Yes. <laughs> it's true. Um, so we have been teasing cool things for a while. Um, one of those cool things is that we are doing a crossover, or we have done at least one half of a crossover with our friends over at Be Your Scary Best. which Huzzah. is Yeah, which is a horror film podcast. Um, we shared on our social media the, their page, um, but basically go follow be uh, be your scary best because next week, um, next Wednesday to be exact, mm-hmm. we are going to be discussing the movie Urban Legends, uh, which was very interesting. It was hilarious. It was so much fun. Um, I'm sure we will promote it again next week when we drop next week's episode, but we just want to let you guys know that you need to go follow their page and uh, add their podcast to your queue. Go listen to other episodes. I'm a huge fan of it. I listen just for fun. I'm listening to their uh, Beetlejuice episode now. Oh, yeah. Brad and Ashley, they have a great banter with one another. It's a great podcast, and it's a lot more focused than ours, trust me. But it's a lot of fun. You guys are going to love it, and it's totally the right season to get into a good horror movie podcast yeah i know you and i are always talking about what we should watch over the halloween season you know of course a lot of people are dipping in a halloween early this year because we got nothing better to do so you're gonna need more movies to watch go check out be your scary best get some good recommendations and listen to two people 
talk about it and really enjoy horror movies together. Yeah, it's cool. Ash kind of like guides you through the the movie while Bradley is like providing input and and going about with the same th- like they're they're going back and forth as they move through the entire movie like scene by scene. It's yeah. it's a lot of fun. It's a whole lot of fun. It was very so, fun. To yeah, thanks to Be Your Scary Best for having us on, mm-hmm. and you guys should check it out because yeah, it's good conversation with good people, and also us. Yes. Yeah, and us. <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot I of fun. I think we're going, we, I believe, you still go subscribe to them anyway, because they're amazing. I think we're going to be putting that episode on our feed as well. Yeah, give you a little taste. Yeah, yeah. To uh, help their podcast and our podcast, vice versa. That's so right. yeah. That's right. Yeah, so that's familiar. a fun thing uh, that we have going on now. Mm-hmm. Speaking of fun things, there's more to come. I have more announcements to make later. Mm-hmm. Yes. I we do not remember yet. what that is, but okay. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. Yeah, I don't even know if you told me. So, cool. <laughs> be surprised like everyone else. <laughs> You'll find out next week, right here, on Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, I'm fine with uh, with being in the dark. Why not? Mm-hmm. That's fun sometimes. It is. All right, folks, I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. It's your turn to do the thing. Be excellent to each other. Bye.